Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, uh, two of us are here. Miss Ann's still beaching it, and uh, gosh, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's, it, I bet it was hot at the beach this week, but uh, tonight, uh, this morning, would be pretty nice at her beach, I'm sure. So, uh, Brother Rufus is, is around. He's, he's uh, Somebody said there's a wrestling match in here. I think Slayman said there's a, uh, they're going to have a wrestling match in here at the Man Expo. We're at the Grand Building. And Rufus was All-State Wrestling, and I wrestled at Carolina. So maybe he could give him some tips. <laughs> Remember the, the uh, Boxing Hall of Fame, not because he was a boxer, but because he, uh, when he was Attorney General or Secretary of State, he, he instituted the Boxing Commission in North Carolina. So uh, he's in there because of that. And he now has his ring back. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that. that that's just the coolest thing. Uh, we'll we'll uh, and the person who found his ring his his ring had been lost for a while, and the person who found it uh, is is going to call us, I think, uh, during the ten o'clock hour. Uh, but at any rate, come on out to the Graham Building today. There's always something to do at the State Fairgrounds, not just the uh, the fair, which I dearly love. I love the State Fair. And uh, look forward to it every year. So uh, you feel like you're at the fair when you come here. It doesn't smell the same here in the Graham Building as it <laughs> it does when there are cows here, but that's all right. And uh, the spirit of the sod father is is here, and that's nice too. So uh, while we're on that agriculture thing, why don't we head out to the state farmers market? And Miss Monica's with us. Hey, Monica. Good morning. You all right? Doing good. I hope you are. Yeah, nice morning out there, huh? It is. It's a beautiful morning down there. I'm just out walking through the farmer's area a few minutes ago, and it's really pleasant and um, just a wonderful and beautiful morning to come on out. Monica, I was going to call you yesterday and never got around to it. Um, what Do you have any of the raw peanuts out there now, the shelled ones? They do. There's still a few. Um, I know in our market shops, there's, there's a couple of vendors who usually keep those. Okay. That's where Melissa usually gets yeah, those. Yeah, I, I knew mm-hmm. that they would have them later, but I, I wasn't sure they still had them right now. So that's good. Okay, yeah. I'll tell you. Bad time of year to make peanut them. brittle. Yeah, it is. What are you going to yeah. do with them? Um, gee, I don't know what a friend of mine had asked about them. 
Maybe she likes raw peanuts. Yeah, feed them to the squirrels or something. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's great. Okay, thanks. I'll, I'll yeah, and I'll double-check just to be sure and okay. get you a message, but I'm pretty sure right. that they do. Okay, that's perfect. Very good. Thank you. All right. All right, not to interrupt, but go ahead and talk about your little no, uh, your no, stroll. There's no interruption talk on this show. Talk about your stroll there, because I know it's beautiful over there this morning. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So uh, what what do you got under the floor? You got peaches. Any uh, freestone yet? No, not yet. It'll still be a little bit before the freestones start coming in, but some wonderful varieties, such as your... Um, Kara Reds, Rich May, Century, those are a few of the varieties I saw down there this morning, and um, they're they're always good. Um, personally, I've never had a, a truly bad peach. Um, the freestones are just a little bit easier because they're a little easier to. That's right. I, I don't yeah. I don't mind the the clingstones a bit. That's right. They're still good, and it's just one of my favorite times of the year because we've got. All the berries. We have strawberries still. We have raspberries. You do. Blueberries. We have blackberries. Oh. And, uh, and the peaches to go along with it. So um, come on out while you can enjoy all those different um, berries that are available right now. Strawberries are getting a little on the towards the end. Um, we do still have a good selection down there this morning, though. But with the heat, you know, they tend to start dwindling out a little bit. So um, we won't have as many strawberries in the coming weeks so come and get those while you can and uh, yeah and, and stock up because all those berries the season lasts all too short and they freeze right. they freeze so well freeze. there's so many yeah. things you can do with berries to preserve them and freeze them and so you can enjoy them all year long and uh you know peaches are the same way you know those are something else that's good to, to get and you can freeze or can peaches um everybody has their favorite little way of doing doing that sort of thing so do that so you can preserve them and enjoy them all through the winter months when we don't have those fresh um berries and fruits coming in i'm surprised at all this hot weather we've had this week that the strawberries are still with us but uh they're these farmers are resilient they they keep things going yes they have they have um you know through some of that rain and the and the heat that we've had they've had to go through and you know they have to go through and clean up the fields and get those those bad berries off so that hopefully they'll keep producing and so they work hard trying to trying to make their season last that's for sure yeah so uh, what what about uh, vegetable wise what do we have well we have sweet corn and a um, beautiful truckload of sweet corn down there this morning from johnston county um it's some of the bicolor called bodacious yeah i had I, some of that for supper the other night it is just beautiful corn and i know it's got to be just as good as it looks and uh, we do have green beans coming in now saw some um actual actually some pole beans first ones of those i've seen for the season and um they have the green beans by the bushel so if you're looking to can we do have one vendor that i know has an abundant supply of those this morning that they're selling them by the bushel so go ahead and get those while they're available and get the canning done or get it started should i say and we have cauliflower and the most beautiful cauliflower, green, orange, purple, all those colors. Um, and the, it makes a beautiful vegetable tray. And broccoli is something else that's available now along with your squash, several varieties of squash. The patty pan squashes are coming in right now. We have um, the, your typical yellow squash, the crooknecks, there's zucchini, and uh, just a large selection of those in now, as well as cucumbers. We have the salad cucumbers. We have the pickling cucumbers and probably a few varieties in between of those. Uh, tomatoes, um, of course, we're seeing all different varieties of tomatoes coming in now. We have 
um, some, a lot of heirlooms. And I know you had Craig on earlier, and I thought I'd mention the varieties of those we have. Yes, ma'am. Um, we have Carolina Gold, German Johnson's, Cherokee Purples, one called Great White. And, um, of course, there's cherry tomatoes and your regular just red sliced tomatoes makes a good sandwich. Um, got them all. Um, just any variety you can imagine of the tomatoes right now as well. New potatoes are another favorite this time of year. They'll be perfect with those green beans, or we do still have some garden peas coming in that are already shelled. So it takes all that hard work out of it. I wish I could warm up to, to some garden peas, but I'll tell you, those those canned peas at Nashville Elementary back in the day just just did me in. I, I can't. I know these fresh ones are so Yeah, is that and rutabagas just, I, I can't get near them. Maybe one of these days. There you go. Yeah. Well, you but, like uh, field peas and and butter beans. Oh yeah, yeah, I love I love be beans. They're here. But it's just those those garden peas. I, I I'll have to, I got to break break it sometime and and really, go in there and try to try to love them. Well, when you uh, mentioned tomatoes, <laughs> you weren't talking about field grown tomatoes yet, were you? I have seen just a few field grown ones starting. They're just getting started, just a little, but mostly um, greenhouse. But the field ones are just starting to come in. I've had a few folks bringing some in. And, you know, greenhouse, I over the way back yonder, I used to think, well, they're not fit to eat. They have become really tasteful. Yeah. Sometimes you can't tell the difference. Yeah, that's right. That's right. There's Well, a lot of the varieties, you know, have they've come a long way over the, few, over the last few years. And even these heirlooms, you know, um, they have, again, farmers, you know, working hard to get something that the um, – to work and to be a good product for them they have tried and you know different ways of growing and they're doing a great job with these heirloom tomatoes even in the greenhouses so um very successful um our farmers work hard to get all those products to come in and be as good as they can be for their customers yeah so uh, you got some plants out there today or we do and um just a beautiful selection of plants down there i was admiring some of the crepe myrtles that have come in that are starting to bloom and um, so it's a good time to get those if maybe you're looking a certain color and um, to add to your your landscape. You can definitely find those now, as well as a huge selection of other shrubs and trees, some fruit trees down there. We do still have a huge selection of herbs and succulents, a lot of different perennials coming in also. There's a lot of beautiful hanging baskets still down there, um, some that are more sun and heat tolerant, as well as some potted plants. I know everybody's getting ready for these graduation parties and cookouts, so if you need a little bit of color to spruce up your, your lawn or patio, you can definitely come out and grab some of those, or maybe some you may want to use for centerpieces on tables. All that is available. Cut flowers or something else that's a great complement to your all of your parties that you may be getting ready for right now, and, and those cut flowers are gorgeous. Um, sunflowers are in now as well as gladolias and so many other varieties, and they make beautiful bouquets. Yes, indeed. And up in the market shops, a lot of interesting things besides uh, maybe the peanuts. Uh, Hopefully Um, they're up there, too. Definitely. Um, You can stop in there and grab some fresh seafood that's coming in fresh from the North Carolina coast. You can grab meats and cheeses that are from local farms. And, of course, um, we have... The folks in there doing those fresh squeezed orangeades and lemonades, the ice cream, which any of that's um, delicious on a 
hot day um, like we've been having the past few days and looks like we might be having for the next coming days as well. So uh, stop by and enjoy one of those. Of course, there's North Carolina wines available. We also have jams and jellies, barbecue sauces, a lot of unique items in there um, that make great gifts. If you're looking um, that Father's Day gift, of course, that's just around the corner. You can grab a, a basket and fill it up with barbecue sauces or <clears throat> throw in some other North Carolina products, and I think that would make any dad happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. We are close to Father's Day. How about that? So uh, the restaurants there, lots of lots of places you can eat, at least three. <laughs> <clears throat> Definitely. Our seafood restaurant um, is a great stop. If you love seafood, um, I always tell everybody, come hungry, because they are very generous with their portions. And um, just good Calabash-style seafood. They are doing online ordering now if you'd like to order ahead. And you also, um, they have their indoor dining back. I know some, for a while, they didn't have that, but they do have their indoor seating back available now. And um, they do, of course, you can do takeout or just ever how you want to do. We have some folks sometimes they are just sitting on their tailgate eating. Um, they grab their plates of seafood and go out, and there's some picnic tables around as well. And, of course, our State Farmer's Market restaurant, if you like good old-fashioned country cooking, that's definitely where you want to go. Um, those hand um, homemade biscuits uh, made from scratch uh, are available. That's one of the first things you get brought to your table when you sit down to order. And uh, come out and enjoy a meal with one of those guys. And, of course, <clears throat> if you just want something to grab and go, you can go down to the Market Grill and get one of those Rufus dogs. Or yes, they have a, right. A great selection on their menu as well. All right. Well, uh, super sod, I'm sure, is I'm, they may be out of sod by now. I'm, a lot of people planting that uh, warm season grass now, and they have uh, quite a display. If you're not sure which one you want, they're, they're <coughs> good experts. They are, and um, they still have a good selection. Uh, those trucks are rolling in um, pretty much daily with loads of sod down there, so Come by and, you know, those guys can help you out with anything you may need to help your loan um, along. If you're having any issues, they can help you figure out what you may need to do differently or maybe you might need to um, come up with a solution. They have all the, the products down there to help you with that. And you can also buy the sod, buy the load or pallet. And if you need delivery, they can help you with that as well. Yeah, the the if you... I think one pallet per pickup truck is, is the way it works out, uh, the way it measures. So if you just need a pallet, they, you can, they'll put that in the back of your truck. That's right. And if you're <clears throat> getting ready to do a, a new bed or um, maybe you're making a raised bed for your vegetables or what have you, they have those big yellow bags of the compost mix, and um, that's good stuff. And if you don't need a big bag, they do have smaller ones as well. Yeah. And you, I keep a big bag on hand all the time. Mm-hmm. And have a, a scoop and go up there and get me a peck bucket every now and then of it. And um, they, they put it right where you want it. Yes. On your place. How about that? Okay. A peck bucket, huh? Yeah. Peck uh, bucket full. The only, only person I know that has a, a peck bucket. Do you have a peck bucket? I do not. All right. Well, you see, don't know about a peck bucket, Paul? I, I don't know that I've ever seen one. Well, you got to get oh, you one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> where do we get them? Well, I can you get those at the farmers market? Uh, yeah, uh, Agro Supply. You 
you, you have to be of a certain age to know what a peck bucket is. That's right. Just go out to Agar Supply or wherever and ask for a peck bucket. Do you uh, have those down in Johnston County? Of course we do. And some of our farmers, you know, some of the baskets. Did, did you know what I was talking about, Monica? I do know. And well, one of our farmers I knew. Have, I just you know, what you're taking, like a peck basket or something. It may not be the bucket, but uh-huh. um, farmers. Well, you need to get you a basket, too, Rufus. <laughs> That's what we used to milk cows in, the peck bucket. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, well. Never heard you say that on the show before. So that that's good. It just it Country's, broadens our horizon. That's right. The country's it's, coming out. It's it? a measure of volume, correct? That's right. Yeah, it sure that. A peck is a measure I know what a peck volume. is yeah. from a chicken or otherwise. <laughs> and there's a song, a hug and a peck. And yeah. there's a certain number of pecks per bushel, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Oh, yes, correct. I there believe it's four. Four, mm-hmm. four pecks. Okay, thank you. But Mom. how many in a bucket? I mean, well, if, it's a, in a if bucket? it's a peck bucket, then it's one peck. Yeah, the, one the peck. bucket is generic. Josh, won't you know that? Get the notes. They nothing. don't have those in Buffalo. So, uh, Miss Monica, anything else? Oh, we got to go up to uh, we got the container place. Uh, uh, imports, market imports. Market imports, yes, yeah. of course. And, you know, we're talking about the soil, we're talking about the plants, and then you need something to put it in. So you just go on up to the market shops, and they have a huge selection of containers. They may have some peck buckets. Up they there may have. You, you can know. go up there and ask them. And um, so they have a huge selection of decorative containers over there, as well as your um, fountains and statuary trellises. They have a lot of um, indoor home furnishings as well. So be sure to check those guys out if you're looking something unique to add to your landscape or maybe just a gift. Another per- perfect place to shop for Father's Day as well. Well, Monica, I'm sorry you're not out here at the Man Expo with us. I know. Morning. It sounds like you guys are just having all kinds of fun out there. They, and they're going to have a wrestling match today and everything. And I heard that it was you and Rufus, I think. is the No, first no, no. I, 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 no, he was he was all state, and he wrestled at Carolina. I, I I, I'm, I wrestled in PE one time at Northern Nash, but I that's about it. For I me. wrestled with sanity. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's a losing cause for me. I lost that match a long time ago. So, uh, thank you, Miss Monica. And thank you. You guys come out and see us. We're here seven days a week. All right, All right. you take care of yourself. You too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rufus, uh, we we talked briefly while you were exploring about uh, your losing your your. I don't know that we ever talked about the ring uh, after you lost it. I don't think we ever mentioned that. But last week, a lady uh, comes to Bell's Carpets who had your boxing Hall of Fame ring that you lost a couple of two or three years ago. Oh, and it was just such a it 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 was the start of a wonderful week of. Renewing your faith in mankind. About 10:30, this lady named Vicky Willis, who came from up north and lives in North Raleigh now, came in and had a little red bag, and she uh, had some blue uh, Dollar Tree glasses in there. And I thought, well, that's nice. Somebody bring me some Dang Dollar Tree glasses. Right. She said, no, reach on down in there a little bit further. And I felt, and I, I my heart started pounding a little bit. I was hoping against hope that it might be what I wanted. Yeah. I pulled it out, and I thought, "This is the day I've long sought and wept that I found it." Yeah, that's an old that's an old Baptist hymn, and it was my my boxing ring that her daughter had found, 
in a Dollar Tree parking lot. <laughs> of course. In Garner. Where else? Yeah, and that that's a frequent stop of mine. <laughs> and her daughter had kept it a couple of years and then gave it to her brother. He took it to his mother, and his mother said, well, this is somebody's ring. And she saw my name on the side and did not know who I was. I, I'm, now, I, some people would be heard about that, but there are... There are some people that haven't heard of haven't heard of Rufus. Been out of politics for yeah, a while, and, and she started doing some research and brought it up. And I hope you'll call us today so I can personally thank her. Yeah. Uh, on WPTF Weekend Gardener, the greatest station yeah. in, in North Carolina. We you thanked her brief. Uh, you thanked thanked her profusely at, at Bell's, and and we mentioned it right at the end of the show. But uh, yeah, they'll give her a chance to you know talk about it a little bit. It was pretty big deal. That's a very expensive ring. Yeah, and, and meant a lot too because oh yeah, uh, Bone Crusher Smith presented it to me, my dear friend Bone Crusher, as a, a, a North Carolinian of great note, was world champion at one time. That's that's a big man too. He's you got a hand about him. the size of a of a big platter. Yeah, that's or right. Or a peck bucket. A peck bucket. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, that's a you know it's a heavy ring, and it, you know it hit the pavement out there, and it was not damaged. It's got it's got diamonds and all kinds, yeah. all kinds of stuff in it. How about that? So now I want people to know I'm not I'm not talking around saying I was a world champion boxer. No. I I received the ring because in my role as a secretary of state. I encouraged the legislature to form the Boxing Commission for North Carolina, which has brought back boxing. And uh, we have quite a very active boxing community in North Carolina now. And it's organized and, and it's organized. regulated. You have, you have uh, medical people there. And you, it used to be you'd go, dr- go, out and, go out and get on the street and drag somebody in there and say, fight a little bit. It'd be like two, yeah. two chickens fighting. People get hurt. Get killed. hurt. So now it's organized, uh, medically supervised. And, and Bone Crusher had a lot to do with that, and too. And Bone Crusher was, was my first, the first chair of the commission that was under me. Yeah. So, yeah. Well earned, and i um, so glad you got it back. That, that was it, a, it, it renews your faith in humanity. I'm telling you. That somebody would go to the, all that trouble. Yeah. And she, yeah. she said, I knew this was meant something to somebody. Yeah. So thank you, Vicky, and I hope you call in and say hello to us. All right. Uh, we'll uh, talk a little more gardening. I uh, may have some more th- things to say about tomatoes. Uh, but but uh, we got about a minute. Do you, I get all with all the extension agents, I get mixed up as to when you all are having Master Gardener training. Yeah, me and Johnny both, Johnny Coley and Granville in person and myself and Vance and Warren, we're both doing uh, Master Gardener volunteer training starting this August. Uh, it's going to be on Thursday mornings uh, for about 15 weeks and uh, cover the whole gamut, trees, shrubs, fruits, vegetables, lawns, weeds, insects, diseases, uh, wildlife damage, etc. I think Mart is getting is uh, doing it at the end of the summer, too. And he's, he's in orange, yeah. yeah. So a great opportunity to, to join a fabulous volunteer program. You will make lifelong friends. You will have a blast. You'll learn a ton, and it's not only what you learn in the class. It's really about lifelong learning because there's constantly opportunities for continuing education as well. Yeah, we'll talk more about that and, uh, and you know, just a lot of gardening stuff coming on. And, of course, we're at the Man Expo at the State Fairgrounds in the Graham Building with the WPTF Weekend Gardener.
Gardner with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF for the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here. Phil Campbell's with us and uh, Brother Rufus, uh, Paul McKenzie from the, the Extension Service in Vance and Warren Counties is also here. Every time you buy a bag of black cow, you're helping the environment. The black cow process helps to repurpose manure and so it's uh, environmentally friendly and beneficial for your garden and lawn. Black cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils, and it helps to retain moisture, too. Your lawn, flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with black cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, and black cow. For more details, check out the website at blackcow.com. It's your... Um, your lawn looking a little ragged from critter damage? Have moles dug tunnels in your lawn? Have plants been devoured by voles? Are you ready to give up gardening because you're just fed up with the damage caused by moles and voles? Well, don't be discouraged. End the damage with I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. Available in liquid and granular, I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent has a super strong formulation that's effective, easy to use, and I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. Did you know that many products that kill moles and voles can have an undesirable effect on killing other animals too? But not I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. It contains only natural ingredients and botanical oils. It'll give you peace of mind that you won't be unintentionally poisoning any animals pets, or birds. I Must Garden repellents are sold all over the Triangle area, and you'll find them at both locations of Triangle Pharmacy and Ace Hardware and at Southern States in Carborough, and, of course, uh, at uh, Phil Campbell's place in uh, Raleigh, Campbell Road Nursery. And while you're there, be sure to check out the other I Must Garden natural repellents for deer, rabbits, squirrels, moles, voles, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. Protect your garden today with safe and humane repellents from Imos Garden. For tips and more on getting rid of pests in your garden, visit imusgarden.com. Phil, what's uh, what's going on out at the Campbell Road Nursery? Wow. Um, we're going to talk to J.C. Knowles here. Coming oh, okay, up. good. Uh, people are still um, they're still buying plants, and I'm I'm happy about that. I was hoping we might get a little bit of rain. But, I know. Um, what happened? Ah, uh, yeah. It all went south. Yeah, it kind of fizzled out on us. But um, it's really, it's not too late to put things out. And we do have some new crops of perennials coming out now. Um, we we sold a lot of perennials in the spring. So we're growing some additional uh, items and then and some more of what we had before uh, that sold so well. So we've got big sales. The caladium, we've got a caladium bash. We're selling every caladium we got. We got, I hope, um, so people can go in and get those in before it gets too hot. And then um, our veggies are half price. Um, our tropicals are five dollars a piece, no matter what what it is. Now that's a deal. So that's a that's a real deal. And then um, we just we've got a lot of sales going on. Uh, geraniums are five dollars a piece for the six and a half inch pots, and ten dollars for the ten inch pots. So. Uh, we've got some really good sales, and it's a good time to go ahead and get everything in. New crops of, a few new crops of tomatoes over there. 
And you're um, going to get uh, get this one. What is it, Lily? Yeah, what? Lillian's uh, yellow heirloom. Yeah. yeah. That uh, Craigle so, Hul- yeah, Hulier was some, talking get about. Get some seed so we can try some of those. But yeah, we've got we've got uh, a lot of really nice crops now. And, and you're right, Phil. It's not too late to plant. Um, you know, if, if you do a good job of bed preparation and you get some good compost mixed into the soil, you're not going to have to water as frequently as you think. Um, it, it's just a matter of monitoring and, and and checking the soil every couple of days. Right. But you know, through most of the summer, you can probably get away with a good deep watering. Uh, once a week, maybe twice a week. Um, it's not like you're going to have to be out there every day. Now, in containers, that's a different story. But if you're if you're planting flowers and shrubs in the ground, you know you got to pay attention. But but you can you can get it through the summer for sure. Right. And then you know we were talking about with tomatoes, um, moving crops around. And uh, I had a customer the other day that sent me some pictures, and he's got some begonias, and he's like. One bed on one side of my house of the begonias is doing really well, but one he sent me a picture of one bed that identical begonias, but on the other side of his house. And I'm, I'm probably going to go over there this afternoon because I can't tell by looking at a picture, of course, what the soil uh, consistency is, what it you know, and how much water he's put on them. So I'm going to go over. He possibly has planted too many begonias there in the past and needs to plant something else there and probably probably has some type of uh soil soil disease yeah that, with the with those annual color beds yeah. it's a good idea to rotate to a different it species is. from year to year for sure and vinca and pansies definitely because vinca and pansies uh pick up the same types of so, uh, of uh, diseases so if you keep planting pansies and vinca you're not changing anything so. Vinca is very is normally very hardy and a great hot weather plant. What it what do is. you uh, propose we plant instead? Well, you can plant begonias. Begonias, you really need to get them in early. But begonias are really a good plant. I mean, you can see them out in, on traffic islands and places like that, and just make a mix. You know, as far as I'm concerned, like a bed is just a, a huge mixed container. So if you want to put some Angelonia, it's a good hot weather plant. Um, coleus, the sun coleus. Um, the sun impatients do pretty well, but they do like to have just a little bit of shade. Um, but yeah, there's there's plenty. There's uh, Chrysandra, a nice orange blooming plant that people are liking. Uh, blue Days, Avobulus Blue Days is a really nice uh, hot color as well as um, a heat tolerant plant so there's there's plenty of them out there and it you know to, to go in and get them in now very good yep. let's uh we'll, and we'll we'll talk more about things we need to okay. be doing in the landscape uh, coming up but uh our reverend jc knowles is with us brother jc how are you today fine hope all of you are doing well you're certainly sounding good Thank you, sir. Hey, so Mr. are you. J- Mr. J.C., I hadn't forgotten about you. Uh, it's been a little touch and go here with Carlton lately, so uh, I'll get back with you real soon. I know we talked about doing a few articles, so I'll, I'll get with you soon. How are you doing? Everything, Everything's doing well. I still can't drive. Uh, I heard uh, 
Monica at the market the other day, a while ago, and she said she had some fresh sweet corn up there. I sure wish I could get up there to get some of it. Yeah, buy mm. some bicolor uh, corn. I had some of it. Uh, Melissa, Melissa fixed, uh, went out to the farmer's market and got some corn and squash and new potatoes, and that's what we had for supper the other night. And, uh, well, J.C., you can always get one of the good old boys to drive you out there. Yeah, I, uh, I, I showed her we eat. Of course, my daughter uh, and her son, they eat with me every Sunday. And we've had corn on the cob for the last six Sundays. But it, it's not like good old North Carolina fresh corn on the cob. That is right. the, That is the truth. That is the truth. And yeah, I'm going to mention tomatoes to you. I potted uh, some tomatoes four weeks ago. And they were nine inches tall when I potted them. And now I went out there a while ago and I measured them, and they are 30 inches high. You're doing something right. Little teeny tomatoes on them, a little bit bigger than a field pea. Are they growing too fast? No. (laughs) That sounds sounds just about right, J.C. I I can't hear y'all. They they must really like it uh, where they're planted. I have never heard of a tomato growing too fast. Well, I didn't know it, and uh, I'm watering them every day. Should I water them in pot? They're in pot, so should I water them every day? Well, that's what our expert said, uh, Craig Houllier, and that's what Rufus Anderson said, who's not an expert. Yeah, if <laughs> if they're in the ground, you don't have to water them every day, but you, you probably should watch them and, and uh, water them every day if they're in a container because they're more susceptible to dry. And those uh, those impatients I got from Phil a couple of weeks ago, they are absolutely, they're growing and they, I got them all potted. I bought a, I got a flat of them and uh, they are absolutely beautiful. Well, I'm so glad. That's great. You people, enjoy people those. People that walk in uh, by my yard, I got them down there by the mailbox in pots. They walk by, and some of them even come up to the house and tell me how pretty they look. Oh, that's, that's wonderful, great. J.C. You do a good job gardening anyway. Yeah. That's all these years of listening to the Weekend Gardener, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, y'all are not coming in quite clear, and I just can't hear you. Well, I don't know why we're... Uh, I don't know why that is, well, J.C., well, this morning. Well, it may be my telephone. I don't know. No, it could be no. my ear. No, well, I, I don't know, but we're. I'll, I'll talk a little louder. That's uh, that ear that I got the phone to. It'll be ninety-four years old in three weeks. Oh, <laughs> well, no. No, yeah, that's that. <laughs> well, maybe switch to the other ear. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. How old is that one? Uh, that's probably about ninety-seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll stay with the ninety-four-year-old one then. Yeah. <laughs> You got a joke this morning, J.C.? Yeah. Um, this girl moved to Florida, and she was looking for a job, so she looked in the newspaper, and she found an ad where this lemon grove in Florida was looking for some workers. And she said, you know, that would be interesting. So she applied for the job, and uh, during the interview, the owner asked her, said, well, ma'am, have you ever had any experience Picking lemons, she said, "I sure have. I've been divorced four times." 
<laughs> that was a good one, J.C. I knew there was something coming like that. <laughs> well, y'all have a good day. All right, my well, friend. Well, J.C., we'll, you see, too. we'll see you at the Good Old Boys Club next. All right. We love every one of you. Thank we you. We love you, too, money. buddy. All right. All right. Bye-bye. See you, J.C. Yeah, somebody go take J.C. out to the State Farmer's Market and get him some yeah. corn. Some good Samaritan go do that. They, uh, they used to have uh, Apex farmer's market i don't know if they still uh still have that yeah. occasionally but uh you need to get get jc some fresh corn boy that was good eating the other night melissa puts a little bit of a few onions in there not a lot and so a little bit of bacon grease for those squash and uh browns them some in the in a cast iron pan that and the new potatoes and the corn. That is good stuff. That's good summer eating there. Yeah, it is. Rufus. We well, measured I, I had some the other we day. We measured the potatoes out in packs, too. I, I went, yeah, uh, I went down to Phil's here a couple weeks ago, and we had lunch. And she walked out to her garden and pulled me some spring onions, some uh, uh, little tiny field potatoes. Hmm. Uh, what else did you dig up that day? Carrots. And carrots. And I mixed them all up, cooked them in uh, olive oil. And sprinkled a little cornmeal on them. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I thought, well, I'll try that. And it was just real good. And, and, okay. and, and of course, uh, the vegetarian lady of the home loved that. I bet she All did. Right. Yes. Yeah, those onions are doing really well out there. Well, I ate all three of them. Well, if you happen to be up in the Henderson area, be sure to stop by the Vance County Regional Farmers Glad Market. Glad you mentioned that. Um, we are open on Saturdays, so open today until 1 o'clock. And uh, we've at, we're also starting this month, we're open on Wednesdays as well. Grain field corn in there? The morning. I don't think we've got any sweet corn coming in just yet, but probably will soon. Yeah, yep. so come on out and see us. And where do you all close on Saturdays? We close at 1, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Vance County Regional Farmers Market, easy to find on Google Maps or whatever your, you know, yeah. your choice is. So. Uh, it's a great, great place, pretty town. All right, um, we'll talk to Steve coming up here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. It's 951. We're at the Man Expo. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. It's 9.54. You're listening to the Weekend Gardener. We're at the Man Expo at the State Fairgrounds. Uh, they'll be opening up here to the public in uh, just a few minutes. So come on out. Uh, lots of things to see and hear. And uh, let's talk to Steve and Garner. Steve, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hey, how y'all doing? Well, we're doing pretty good, doing well. actually. Yeah, we've had a good time out here. Yeah, well, it's getting exciting. We had over 150 yesterday, and my wife's out in the process of uh, counting the number of plants that are in bloom today. It's probably going to be in the 160s, 170s. Wow. Out of the 500 that we have. So peak will be uh, right on schedule. Should be in the next uh, ten days. Good so, gracious! Do you have any? Uh, do you have a new variety or two that you recently planted? Or no? Well, some of my babies are blooming, and they're uh, really nice looking. 
So those are uh, exciting to watch open up. Uh, we've had a couple that we got at a uh, regional meeting that are struggling. They, they haven't started booming yet, so we don't know what they look like. Well, Steve, the um, one you gave me is bloomed, and I really do enjoy it. Yeah. Yep. And the next exciting thing is next Saturday. Yes. The uh, show and sale is at the Crabtree Valley Mall in the lower court, below the food, food court. Uh, the joint, uh, the joint clubs between the Sand Hills and the Raleigh Club, and we're expecting a good turnout. Anybody's invited to come and bring uh, their uh, a, a scape with a flower on it to show if they want to try to show it for a pro, uh, for a ribbon. Yeah, they have to be a member to get a prize, but they can get a ribbon, and uh, the uh, they can join while they're there. Uh, we will have uh, information booths. We will have. Uh, people there that can help them with gardening tips. Uh, and we will be selling daylilies. Uh, one uh, batch is five, uh, $7. So you can get three for 15 And there will be a good variety because I'm bringing 30 of mine. So, uh, and I know which ones I picked, and they are very beautiful. Do you, do you sell out pretty quickly? Normally, we, I tell you what, when we were down at the J.C. Ralston, we used to sell out in 15 minutes. <laughs> wow. And since we've had to move around so much, um, it, the, I tell you what, the deer have really given people, uh, uh, it, it, people don't want to plant because they don't want to plant deer food. And that's a shame. Yeah, that's true. I must garden deer repellent, and there's others out there that do work. Um, and I've had very little deer problem, and I've got a lot of blooms out there. So now, if folks want to plant, uh, go out and plant today. Uh, well, what uh, what do you recommend that they do? Well, today is the perfect day. I mean, good grief! It's only going to be in the 80s, uh, and the, the I mean, it's a little humid out there, but that's fine. What I do is I will dig the hole deep enough to put the, to keep the crown, uh, the bottom of the daylily above the surface of the dirt. I will put uh, cow manure in my hole, mix it in with the clay. I don't mitigate the clay with anything with cow manure. <laughs> I put the plant in, pack it in, I put some root stimulator in, and I mulch it. That's it. That's as easy it is. Very it's good. Yeah, that that is easy and uh, good results. And be sure and go to the to the show at Crabtree Valley in the lower level next week. And I have I do have a registered uh, display garden, and I am listed on our website. So it is called Just One More. Very good. That's Thank you, Steve. And I'm open, and you're welcome to come and visit. All right, we'll talk to you next week, maybe. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. All right, uh, we're at the Man Expo at the State Fairgrounds in the Graham Building, and they're getting ready to open up the doors. More coming up from the Weekend Gardener here on WPTF.